Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Red Pill Tamales. Thank you for tuning in and checking in. Your boy Chingo Bling. What's up, what's up? Juan Perez in the building. Let's dive right in because we got a fire show for y'all. All right, so as many of y'all know, the world is in chaos. Israel is under attack. And they're saying that American taxpayer dollars somehow somewhere. contributed. Somehow, way. Yeah, so they don't know if these weapons came from Ukraine, some of the weapons we sent Ukraine. Some of the funding probably came from there. And Maybe then, the $6 billion that we just unfroze for Iran. Yeah, and then they're also thinking that they also probably salvaged some of that stuff from the left-behind weapons that we left in Afghanistan, Afghanistan. with the Taliban. Yep. So I've already had to... Uh, for one, bro, like, you already know, man. Like, I, I get so deep into this stuff to where, like, to the average normie, yeah. they might just kind of, like, basic headline. Like, oh, it's way over there. You know, something's happening. It's not new. It's been happening. Then people have been beefing over religion and land since the beginning of time, right? Yeah, but they're not attacking Israel directly like this with the bombs and stuff like that. What do you mean? Like, with the bombings and missiles and stuff? Israel's not getting attacked by bombs? No, I'm saying it's oh. never been like a direct, like, oh, we're bombing the city now, like type of thing. Oh, I think I think they've tried, but they got that Iron Dome, and they shoot them down. Right. So I, I heard something about, like, why did they get caught slipping? Like, how was it that these people parachuted in, walked across, um, like, a whole paramilitary attack from, like, water, everything? Uh, and they're saying that, I don't know if you heard this, but supposedly um, they're... Their, like, military systems, all their, like, radars and stuff got hacked, and it was, like, down at the moment when, when boom, they got bum-rushed. Mm-hmm. So the way I think, bro, the way I think is, obviously, we have an open border. Yep. Uh, obviously, there's already been 75,000 special interest aliens, meaning people with ties to bad groups. 75,000. Then you got all the get gotaways, people that just snuck in and didn't check in with nobody. Yep. Um, so I... I dropped off my 15-year-old daughter today, and I told her, I was like, look, I know you like going to the mall. I know you like going to the movies. Like, I know Christmas is coming up, and everybody wants to be out shopping. I was like, be vigilant of everywhere you go. Like, pay attention, and, um, like, shop online. Sorry, is that, I don't know if that noise. We should just keep going with it. No, keep going. Yeah, we're here at uh, the studios, and they're, the, the uh, landscaper guys want to show up. Because they know, maybe, I don't know who sent these dudes, man. Somebody sent these dudes, <laughs> like the timing of it. We don't even know if they're legal. No, oh, damn. <laughs> speaking of illegal aliens, speaking of spe- special interests. Hey, they the ops. No, nah, they're they not special interests, though, man. But <laughs> but, the CIA, dog. But, but check it out, bro. Like, f- we live in a big city, right? Yeah. Houston, Texas, big city. Uh, reports are coming out that these people are going to try to set it off. In countries where they're like pro-Israel mm-hmm. or anything like that, um, I also noticed that like they. This is where my mind goes. My mind goes to like when it's time for protest, when people cover up their face during protest. You know, it's almost like 2020 was a test run. It makes you wonder, like, all right, are people going to be blending in? Are they going to be big crowds for whatever reason, and just? Desmadre is what I'm trying to say. Right. So I, I I was paying attention to Israel as far as like before that even happened, like right before it even happened, where they were getting attacked like this. There was a lot of like 
actual on the street riots and stuff like that where the citizens were having to fight with the people that are coming in the 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 people that were uh what do you call them the refugees and stuff like and they were going to try to like start getting people out of this out of the 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 cities and stuff and right around that time is whenever they finally got started getting attacked so who knows who was in there in the mix and i say that to say that we don't know who's in the mix here and if we start to try to send people back or try to like fix the border and stuff what's to say that that's not when they start to strike because right it's going to be in chaos they're going to try to fill us up as much as possible and then who knows the kind of people they have in place i mean because again i don't know if you already forgot about all the train derailments over and over and over again back to back within a few months at the beginning of the year it may it makes you wonder though like with the trend sorry to interrupt you but like with the train derailments when you factor that in to like hey y'all it seems like we're under attack like do you think the whole tra- train derailments were to poison waters to poison the air or to like a test run it could or- have been a test run because like i'm thinking about it right now like and i you know you can call me a quack or whatever but like just kind of thinking like just putting it in the sense of like dude if if they were just trying to test to see what they could get away with, if there were so many derailments within like two to three months and you had like, what was it, like 15, 16 derailments, we've never ever had that many that, you know, that back to back and nobody did anything and it wasn't even a, a part of like, oh, this is a terrorist act or oh, this is something else. If it was never said for any of that stuff and we just let things slide, it's no wonder Hawaii happened. It's no wonder all these other things start happening now. It's like, hey, something's going on there. Hey, something's going on there. Hey, something else over there. And then we never do anything. It's like, oh, yeah, we can kind of just, as long as it's like confused, as long as they're confused, we can do whatever we want. And until, and I feel like it's going to take like an actual physical attack where somebody takes responsibility for it for us to actually take action and by then i feel like it'd be too late because we've already let so many people in and they have already caught some terrorist terrorist people and stuff like that on like traffic violations or something like caught them on the road speeding or something and they were just in the mix they catch them too trying to cross the border blend in where they're but, like, hey, buddy, you on a list, bro. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there was one that was caught on the way to Houston, like, months ago. And they caught him, like, while they were driving. So, I'm saying if they're being placed in all these different areas and spots, we don't know what those are going to turn out to. I mean, you saw how 9-11 happened and how, you know, that happened on our soil and the people that did it. Like, there's a whole thing around it, but I'm just saying, like, they could be placing plants that could be waiting for a time until it's ready and then so, they're like hey we got everybody in place now's the time to attack because how would you attack america from over there the hardest thing would be getting past our borders they're past our borders now and we don't know who's who and that's the worst thing about america because like we're not so we're too we're too diverse here to where it's like it's gonna be hard to be like okay you, you're a bad no you're a bad guy no you're a bad guy like you know what i mean like hey you're oh never mind you puerto rican yeah you you know we're so <laughs> we're such a melting pot like it'd be hard to like figure out like are you legal or are you not legal like you know what i mean and and it's gonna be crazy to try to see how we're gonna try to rectify any of that because it's it's a it's a long process to try to even think about fixing that well they let gave, alone if there's gonna be an attack they gave fake addresses you know and people that are very empathetic to immigrants and want to be talking about Ellis Island as if this were the same thing. Yeah. They like to pretend that like 
Oh, well, they're asylum claims. You know, they're, they're claiming asylum and they have the right to have their court date. It's like, yeah, but they're using a legal loophole to do a fake asylum claim to basically have a court date 10 years from now. Now you don't gave a fake address. Now they, it's hard to deport people. So basically, I mean, elections are right around the corner. I don't know if people are starting to have like buyer's remorse or they're just thinking like, oh, this is totally unrelated to our election and our leadership. Like that dude, John Cusack, the actor, he literally tweeted like, oh man, can't imagine how much worse this would be with MAGA and Trump in charge. Let me, let me just say this, like especially with the, just on that note, the way you know that this is a bad, a bad, um, what are they called? Like a bad administration is that we had something happen to our, we had something happen to our country, which was the Hawaii incident. Okay. And we saw where his allegiance lied with Ukraine. Now you can try and justify that all you want. But if you're not reacting the same way that you were reacting for another country, you already show that you don't give a damn about us. Like that alone should be able to show you, like open your eyes. And if you still not don't have your eyes open with that, with just that little bit of information, then you're a lost cause and you're probably part of the problem, honestly. Yeah, and you know what what else, man, is um I feel like you know, I, I kinda a lot of people don't know how to take me talking about these things right because mm-hmm. it's like oh he's like this parody comedian guy right and what is it the guy that wears the wig and does the Theo Hoover or whatever but it's like like man RPT we've been going strong since 2020 and hopefully more people coming to check out to be like alright I see chaos in the world let me go see what Chingo and them are talking about um, but it's unfortunate that we're even having to sit here and brainstorm how we're gonna be attacked you know what i mean like i literally sat there this morning and i'll be like all right so check this out i'm like all right they're gonna have to have all, uh propaganda online right to just muddy the waters uh fog of war like a lot of fake fake stuff and just to confuse everything poison the well and um and also to get like the propaganda online is to start setting the stage so that when there is a pro-Palestine protest where we're going to say Israel, they're colonizers and this is a decolonization and that's rightfully Palestine stuff and and Israel don't need to be all up in the mix and they need to go somewhere else. Like, online I'm sure you're going to see a lot of that just to set the stage for when like, in America, like just fast forward, like large demonstration in downtown, you know, Minneapolis there's, uh, you know, Obviously, people on on Twitter are gonna be like, "Bro, how many of those people are Antifa, and how many other people are just mixing in? How many of those are just, you know, did they recruit some Venezuelans too, like some gangsters to just get in the yeah. mix? And like, who's pulling all the strings? And that's what happens. That's why whenever they're, t- they're trying to say, "Well, yeah, we could use the police force. We can be able to to add like some of these refugees as some of the police force and stuff." Uh, I forgot what. Oh, city like said they that. should be able. Yeah, to they should have be able to. Jobs. We're trying to vote for that so that yeah. we don't have to. We can outsource it. It's like. No, you don't. You're going to get you arrested by an illegal, bro. You don't want another foreigners to be your police because they're on your soil arresting us, the people of our own place. And if you end up going that route, it's going to end up very bad. 
Like these are the things Like common sense things That you need to like Sit down and really think through Like Bro. That doesn't add up Like you, you guys There's some stuff to outsource And some stuff you don't Policing your own country Is not You don't want to outsource that <laughs> You that's don't want to outsource that I mean that's gotta be super local And like just Like you from there But There's such an attack on police um, They're trying to disarm us you know i mean people with the second amendment here in america and it's like we're under attack that's one thing i noticed bro is like israel was like that like when israel was under like whenever they started having the riots and stuff they don't have weapons and stuff but there was there was like okay now it's up to you and they're throwing sticks and stones and all kinds of stuff that they had they're like rocks and stuff you could watch some of those riots i don't know if they're still up but like there there was stuff going on like that that they, they don't have anything to defend themselves from from anything like that and it's like I know people are like, well, yeah, well, there wasn't any murder. Like, you know what I mean? Nobody got killed and stuff. It's like, okay, but now they're under attack. So, like, if the city gets infiltrated, they're done. I mean, they were going door to door, allegedly, yeah. right? Doing a bunch of bad stuff. They flew in and parachuted right into a festival. Um, and then, unrelated, related, Sweden, they are having to use their military to go in and have to disband some of these type of groups because they wanted to be woke and taking all these refugees from all these countries. Remember when the orange one did a Muslim ban, but it, it was a terrorist ban mm-hmm. where uh, some I know some people got real triggered, but you know the previous administration they had put in the ban saying these following countries are not very good at vetting the people they're sending us, so we're gonna have a. a um, like a moratorium, like none of y'all from these countries, we, y'all can't be coming from these countries. You on a list because y'all are so corrupt and backwards that y'all not even being able to do a basic vetting. Not to mention how many people got on them planes in Afghanistan when they were escaping. But now they criticize that man so much and that administration saying like it's xenophobic. It's anti-Islamic. It's phobic this, phobic that, anti-this, anti-that. And now Biden might have to be like, hey, uh, we might want to tighten up the border, maybe build a physical barrier, a.k.a. a wall, and stop allowing people to come in from some of these countries. I, I want to say this, and this is going to be controversial. It's like straight up. Like the United States, us as a whole, like I, I, I love America. But the thing is, is like we like to come. It's people like to come from a moral high ground that we've never had. I want you to think why we became the superpower all of a sudden was not because we took a moral high ground. We literally bombed, like nuclear bombed Japan. So just so you know, we don't have a moral high ground more than the world, but we like to come at it that way. And you guys have to understand we are a superpower and we have these things because we took it and and the thing is is that when you start to like talk like well morally we got to be like this because of this it's like no 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 shut your mouth <laughs> like shut your mouth shut your like pie you hole. are you're free you're because your th- those actions were taken by our predecessors and we're here now because of this. Now, if you idiots keep talking like oh my god, you can't like take the guns, like we don't need them. You morons, are, we're going to be enslaved like like idiots. Like, if we take all the weapons and there are known terrorists coming to this country and we are not like, and we're like, you know, we got to disarm. This That's a good idea. It's like, we're going to be like just handing them the keys to the United States 
and you're going to be a slave. Your kids are going to be slaves. So watch what you say and really think about what you say whenever you're talking about that. There's a reason why in the Constitution we have the right to bear arms. There's a, there's a reason why we have this. So instead of trying to like go against and try new things, maybe try to understand why those things are in place and why we have them. Like, don't be fucking morons and I think, mean, oh, you know what? We're, we have, we're free and we can think like this. It's like, go make your TikTok videos and shut your mouth. How many people you think are, are that anti-gun? But they're like, y'all need to get They're brainwashed, bro. Like, I, like, you can talk to a lot of them. Like, just think about how they talk about, like, perfect example. When people come at you and start talking shit about you and Trump, Mm-hmm. They never defend the left because they're like, "Well, I'm not left either, yeah, bro." Yeah. So, I don't like, hey, fuck Biden too. Fool. So, so you're buying in like these people like, you're buy mad into at me the you drama. Hate Trump. No, yeah. they're all toxic fucking people. They all buy into this. They are. They buy into like the drama because we're all fucking drama consumers. Well, yeah, where it's like, yeah. bro, like fuck that. I just want to get my opinion out there and blah. Social. Like you may not care, but Facebook, my my ten Facebook followers, bro, they fucking care. And yeah. like I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. And they say all these stupid things, and then they get their opinions out, and then they blow it up into like a big thing. And and it's like. Their, their opinion does not matter. Like, they don't even know what the fuck they stand for. So, like, for the most part, they just like the drama. They like to be right, and they like to be all these things, but they have nothing else to show for it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it's literally turning into. And, and those people are pushing people to vote for Biden the way it is and, and to do all these other things. And we're over here. Biden's administration is sending so much money and putting our country in more debt and putting us at a disadvantage, letting balloons fly over our nation. So, yeah, your kids, if you're under 40, you and your kids are, are going to be, unfortunately, like debt slaves because they're just inflating the money. We literally had like 1% inflation like three, four years ago. And right now on social media, it's all about gender affirmation, uh, affirmation, all this different stuff. Hey, we need to get LGBTQ heard. Hey, we need to have a parade. We We need need to do this. But nobody's talking about the fucking the invasion that's happening. You guys want to ignore the reality of shit, and you're over there like making up things with with kids and chopping off dicks and like getting all kinds of stuff just so they can figure out what gender they are. You guys are fucked, man. Yeah. Basically, what Juan trying to tell y'all is. You're going to have some new neighbors in your neighborhood, and you got people coming in from 160 countries plus. We, your, 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 uh, your leaders and your government keep sending money to countries that hate us. You know what I'm saying? And now we are here. 2023, like, let, let me know in the comments, like, do you, like, if you voted for, for Brandon, do you regret that vote? Or have you heard any, anybody? Have you met of anybody who's like, man, I voted for that fool because. I just got tired of hearing about Trump's drama all the time, and I thought I was fixing things by voting in the same old neocon, like, warmongering, military-industrial complex, like, forever wars. Everybody thinks they know what they're talking about till they chop off their dicks, Chingo. That's That's basically what what it is, dog. And then then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, man, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, so so we're going to... Pray for all the people out there that are in harm's way and pray for America because I'm telling you right now, somebody is going to try to set it off somewhere. So y'all be ready and keep your head on the swivel. All my kings, stay vigilant. Uh, Here goes the video. Candace Owens uh, went off on social media. Don't worry. I'm going to keep this quick. But black America, you owe me an apology and I want my apology. 
okay? Because, you know, that was a long couple of years. If you guys calling me a, a race trader because I refused to be an idiot, and I was obviously recognizing the scam that was Black Lives Matter. I was obviously able to discern that they were using the faces of dead black people to get you guys to run around, act like fools, get your sons and daughters arrested in protests, wearing signs, painting streets, BLM, BLM, not realizing this is free marketing. This is how marketing works in business. Everybody ran around to be a billboard for Black Lives Matter. They got white people, you owe me an apology too, White liberals running around with their guilt, opening their wallets, bending down to Black Lives Matter. And nobody asked the question about where all the money was going. If you guys did not recognize that it was a corporate scam, how do you think they got the NBA on board so quickly, the NFL on board so quickly? How do you think they, they, were, they managed to transform America so quickly? with politicians demanding that there was Black Lives Matter squares and Black Lives Matter signs. I mean, you were looking at a business that was being built very quickly around a suspicious time, election time, when the riots seemed to keep happening. Black Lives Matter. They were telling you COVID didn't matter. Protesting was more important. Anybody with common sense knew that this was a money laundering operation. Anybody with common sense knew that Black Lives Matter was raising money for something other than black people. You're looking around, there was no headquarters. There was no intent to say they were going to build a school, that they were going to give out scholarships to black people. There was nothing that was done other than demanding your allegiance. And some of you guys, a lot of you guys got on board and got angry at Candace Owens and other people too who were telling you that this was a scam. You called me so many racist names and said that I betrayed my race, when in reality, you were betraying your intelligence. You were too emotional to see what was obvious and right in front of you. So now the narrative's cracking. Patrice Cullors got $3 million in homes separately. These other three people they bought is just now a $6 million house. That's $9 million. There was some house that was announced in Canada that she bought for her girlfriend. Okay, that's totaling around, let's call that $12 million. Here's the, here's the best part. You're not done finding out. This is, this is, this is nothing, okay? Black Lives Matter announced that they raised over $90 million, okay? They were funded, they were bust. All of this stuff was paid for by white Democratic operatives, right? Where's the rest of the money? They're getting you focused to look at the three black people, but those people are at the bottom of the organization, okay? These people were just dogs that were willing to betray their race, were willing to let black people get around. So $90 million, that's all they raised? Or that's... Like, that's a lot. That I know raised. that's a lot. Like, remember when it came out, I think the story broke, um, they had the three people that were being accused of raising like $2 million or something, and, and it, that was a big deal. But then I think the rest of it came out to where it's like, oh, no, no, it's a, it a grand total of 90 million. So where's the other? And remember, there was like a website or something. It would take you to like the Democratic Party or something. But yeah. like it, it was just a very um, one hand washes the other, like in cahoots. Like we're going to use this to further divide America, mm -hmm. create chaos. Uh, it was in the middle of the pandemic kind of weaponizing the first amendment it's like right. no we're out here peacefully protesting it's like no no you're not there's provocateurs and there's antifa and y'all are trying to destroy and catch a federal building on fire and it's like no 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 we're just peaceful protesters and then trump comes out with his bible to try to take a picture at the thing because mm -hmm. they were burning down the church yeah. and it's like oh no they cleared out 
you know, for his photo op, yeah. uh, all the mainstream media. Because I think it broke because one of the BLM people was buying a house, like, for, like, I think it was, like, yeah. $2 million or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they couldn't figure out, wait a second, where, is that where the money was going? Hold up. And yeah, then that's when it became houses. a big thing. And they were like, hold up, where was the money going? And Buying then, large mansions. And now, looking at it, we have $90 million is confirmed of, like, oh, no, that's how much they was raised. Who did that go to? I'm, I'm sure a lot of it went back to the Democratic Party and like people's campaigns and just a big old scam. What do y'all think about it? How do y'all feel? Let me know. I remember when it was all unfolding. That's around the time that I was like starting to kind of look at things different because it felt like America was super divided. It felt like spiritual warfare. It felt like a lot of propaganda and confusion. Like overnight, they're demanding the black squares, right? And around that time, different people were having different opinions about things. Like like half the country's like, no, uh, St. George Floyd is a saint. I mean, we're right here in his neighborhood. So obviously, anybody that knew him from this area was obviously like, yo, some cop killed homeboy from, from this area. But other people saw, like, nah, bro, if you wait for the body cam footage, if you look at the uh, toxicology report, like, witnesses, like, all the body cam stuff to where it's like, oh, they were using this as an opportunity. Like, the dude was on fentanyl. He was acting weird. The the cop that was on his neck, he showed up at the very end. He had, uh, George Floyd had already said, put me on the ground. And... Calling out for things and saying he can't breathe and all that. I think I think this is where people need to take off their emotions, like their emotional glasses and their like their virtue signal glasses and their, their white like, guilt glasses. All these little things. I'll take all those off and we're all oppressed. And just look at it for the scope of things. Dividing us at the t- like that's that's the best way to overtake a nation is to divide them first. And, and remember whenever this started happening, where social media, we started learning, oh, man, this could be weaponized. Oh, man, remember when that was coming out? Remember whenever uh, there was stuff on Netflix talking yeah, about, social, like, yeah. yeah, social network How or whatever? you be radicalized online. And, and, yeah. and those little inklings of, like, hey, this could be a problem. And then we start seeing bots, and we start realizing, hey, Russia has, like, people on, like, people going in there and, like, starting stuff on social media. And then you see more confusion, more confusion. Then you see the border start to like to escalate, and then it starts going from one thing to another thing. To now, it's like, oh shit, it's getting out of control now. And if you could just not be an idiot for like five seconds and literally take off those little emotional glasses and really just dive into reality, you could kind of see like, huh? Oh yeah, some of this is getting weird. Like. Just look at it for what the fuck it is. Are you gonna wait until like you're homeless? Are you gonna wait until like your your nine to five isn't gonna be able to pay food because the inflation's so crazy? Like, what are you waiting for? Like, just look at it now so you could try to fix it early. But you're not even doing that. Like, nobody's taking the time to do that. They want to just be right and they want to just be affirmed for whatever they believe and they just want to feel good, chingo. Yeah, yeah. And you guys are missing everything based on those things. And then you got the ones that don't believe in that shit 
You got them scared that, oh, my God, I just don't want them coming after me. It's a hassle. And I don't want to say what I want to say because then, you know, they're going to come after me. It's like, dude, you're not that important. Most like if you're not a Trump and you're not a fucking Russell Brand or a Tate and you're nah, not that I, big. I, I think don't eventually they're going to start coming for people. Right. They are. But right now you can kind of say what you want to say before it gets to that. Because, again, right it's now like, we're in a talking phase. Different. We're not we haven't been to the we haven't been to the persecution phase like when we get there it's gonna be a lot harder to speak up and when you speak up then there's gonna be consequences for it so you might as well speak up now you believe they have all the addresses to all the trump supporters uh, well, like you're we're living list? in a we're living in a data we're living in a data thing sir so they, you're on a you're on the list i'm sure i don't yeah. give a fuck now, i'm not saying like you specifically i'm just saying like like like, did you hear Hillary Clinton saying Trump supporters and the MAGA cult got to be re-educated, formally re-educated? Yeah. Now, I heard that. Bit. For those that don't know, there's a thing called edu- uh, re-education camps, <laughs> and they got them in China and places like that. Uh, if you look at history, study what the gulags are. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, look at how they treated the J6 people. Like the people. has been hinting to this throughout all of RPT. I'll hear him say. Yeah, in the gulags, in the gulag, he be, he be chopping it like you already knew about it. Well, I mean, because like, I mean, they got FEMA camps, you know what I mean? And people didn't really know what they were for. It's like, oh, that's in case there's an emergency, right? Hey, guys, just so you guys know, just so you guys know, some of you are like, yeah, but this is America, Chingo. That's not going to happen. Just remember what happened when we actually, when we were going to war with, you know, when we were going to war back in the day. You remember what those internment oh, camps yeah, were, right? Yeah, we did do that to our people. So understand that this is a real situation, and they just need to find a reason to start throwing people in those. So it's not like it's out of the norm. Like, again, take— Well, I mean, the FBI already said. The FBI already said, like, uh, it's all about white supremacy, and then they give their uh, definition of what that is. And they're like, the biggest threat to America is domestic X whatever, whatever, right? I know this is the public episode, and uh, the Google's algorithm on YouTube is like, oh, my God, ah, they're saying so much. Um, but yeah, it's like if y'all have been for those that have been paying attention, let me know in the comments. Like, yo, I've been paying attention, bro, and and everything y'all saying, like, like this is old news to some people, but to other people who probably aren't watching this far deep into an episode, um, probably want to have their rose colored glasses and just ignore. Everything that you've been talking about, like economically, what's going on, what the future may hold, what type of society we're going to be living in in terms of like surveillance and, you know, propaganda division. Because if they just decide to, instead of worrying about Hamas and Hezbollah and all this shit, when they start focusing on like, nah, bro, what it is, is it's these people that are anti-government that, you know, they want to bring back the auto worker jobs or like it's these people that are, are very upset at Biden. They keep saying, let's go Brandon or they got that yellow flag with the snake. Yeah. Put them on the list. Uh, the parents who were mad at the school, put them on the list. Uh, Catholics that go to mass in Latin. Put them on a list. You know what I mean? I ain't even mad at them either because here's the thing. I ain't even mad at the regular folks. Like, because here's the thing. The, like, most of the people I'm kind of upset about is, like, the left that's, like, screaming, like, we need equality and stuff like this. And then you have the right. They're like, I don't want to get involved. And you kind of are in your own little world. I understand that most of y'all can't even handle your own situations. So it's like none, none of that's going to work. But at least start doing something around you to start fixing your situation. Like, at least at be least aware. At least listen to RPT. Yeah, at least listen to RPT. <laughs> Share with a friend at least. But 
But like the thing is, is like a lot of us are like, you want a virtue signal on social media, or you want to go on. I don't know if I'm taking this person, but go on Chingo's page or anybody else's page and just want to be in the comments and be like, bro, you're a Trumper and all this stuff. It's like, bitch, get your life in order before you even decide to start discussing anything. That word. If you don't like us, then fuck, just fuck off. Like, you know, get away. Go on your own thing. My take on those kind of people is always like, what specifically do we disagree on? Like, what what fact, like, is there some data you're bringing? Let's just say, for example, if they're like, I keep hearing you say that, you know, that the border's open. And it's not. Okay, well, bring your little statistics, and I can bring mine, and we can actually discuss specifically what you're talking about instead of just, oh, yeah, sell out. And it's like, okay, how, why, where do we begin? Like, how do I unpack that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah because sellout yeah because you know you're oh no coconut yeah because coconut and it's like okay so what am i saying that's false or how am i wrong or where what did i miss Nah, yeah dude coconut <laughs> it's like it's like okay so are, are you a biden supporter or what's going no, on they're just being shitheads because they want to be shitheads <laughs> that's literally yeah. what it's come down to and they just want to be like that but i mean meanwhile we're on the verge of world war three yeah yeah, uh, but shout out to Candace Owens. Uh, I think I I relate a lot to that particular video because she's kind of saying like I told y'all and I was right. Like I tried to warn y'all, but y'all didn't want to listen. Like mm-hmm. y'all really thought that was a legitimate movement. And and I remember watching the NBA games like in a green room, like in Waco or something, and just f- it feeling so st- strange, bro. It felt like the Matrix, where I'm like. They literally just wrote Black Lives Matter all on the court, but yet it's it's like um, the NBA bubble. Like no one's there. It's all like via Zoom audience members, and mm-hmm. and I'm like, what part of China is this? Like no one's allowed to be there because of some virus or whatever, which we can't even talk about where it came from at the time, and um, and they got this propaganda on the court. So obviously. At that point in my life, I was kind of looking at it like, yo, this is straight up Chinese influence because they're in cahoots with the NBA because the NBA wants those customers in that market. And they put in that whole uh, thing and they're and they're persuading all the coaches and everybody to buy into this thing. Mm-hmm. Yet other people watch it and they're just like, dude, relax. It's just dude, it's 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 the NBA, bro. And of course, they can have a social cause. And, you know, it's very unfortunate. And if you look at the statistics, and it's like, nah, bro, this is literally China, (laughs) working with the NBA to influence American culture, and they put in that phrase, and it's all a freaking scam. Yeah, you I was, I was talking to you when we, we went to San Antonio Thursday, and I was talking to him on the way back, and I was telling him, you know what the craziest thing that I realized when I became a comedian is I realized in certain circles how how uh, close the circles are, meaning like the outside world, we we think about it in terms of numbers as like, uh, you know, there's a billion people, on, like there's billions of people on the on the planet. There's no way that all these other people know each other. But then you get in the comedy world, you, you figure out like, oh no, in the comedy scene, it's real close because there's not that many, and so people like minded. They can go and they actually don't mind talking to other people like minded like them, and that's when I had like clicked where I was like, wait a second, so that whole Illuminati stuff. Like I'm not saying the Illuminati itself exists, but to tell me that 
like just look at Tate and Andrew Tate and their whole uh, their little secret society of like we have men that come over and I'm not saying that they're Illuminati I'm just saying like if they can do it on a small scale where do you think they learned it from where do you think you don't think that billionaires there's not how many billionaires do you know how many millionaires do you know you're telling me that the small number of people that have all this money that can probably invest in technologies that they could probably have before we even have it you're telling me that there's no way that they could meet on their own whenever they want if they decide they want to fly out to go meet somewhere they could do that you're telling me that that is impossible while i mean i get it for you because if you if we're like low budget like oh dude we could barely afford our groceries yeah you're not going to be able to meet with somebody in california yeah, from you, texas you can zoom them but zoom if you are yeah now you can you yeah. couldn't do that back then yeah. but you're telling me back in the 90s the billionaires didn't like millionaire billionaires you telling me that they didn't have money to be like hey oh no yeah let's meet up blah, blah, blah. Mm. you telling me they don't they don't have places like that yeah they got jets and golf courses and now they- you take them and you put their brains together and you're telling me that they can't make plans and investment opportunities and big things just think about the big corporations that are integrating to get into uh basically to take over the markets in under one umbrella you don't think that was planned like oh in 10 years we'll own these other companies oh in 10 years we'll subsidize this oh so we can just keep growing the money you telling me that that's not planned that doesn't just happen overnight guys that that shit's been planned like the music business yeah the music business where it's like oh they're letting us buy blank cds to burn them it's like oh they made the burners like you can go to um uh any of these big buy, best buy or something you, back then right you buy a cd burner or like dude the computers come with cd burners and then it's like next thing you know it's like oh there's itunes oh there's an ipod and then fast forward it's like oh shit you got to start focusing on ringtones and digital and next thing you know it's like wait sony's the biggest seller of of blank cds but they also have sony music so you own a record label but you're also selling the blank cds you know and then fast forward it's like oh you're only paying the artist a streaming equation of point zero zero penny sliver and it's like all those shots were called to lay out the foundation to like where they're trying to steer it because a lot of these record labels are owned by multinational conglomerates like mm-hmm. we own movie studios and picture films and you know uh liquor and you know what i mean it's like huge i'm only starting to understand a lot of this stuff because i'll give you some free game here and here's the thing Think about Apple on a perspective of this. You telling me that they didn't have all the technology to make the phones the kind of the way they are right now? You you telling me they didn't have the idea like, oh, let's put a camera in a phone. You telling me they didn't have that? They probably had the technology to do that a long time ago, but there's two things that they need to be able to get to its people. And if they do that, they're going to be able to grow the people into doing kind of what they want. So they're kind of like leading the market to where they want it to go. It's almost a form of control almost because now – Every year, we're going to add one feature so that we can maximize profit. So every year, you're paying me $1,200 every year for a new phone. And every year, I have your business. And every year, you're, you like, a, buy new you're like a rat in a maze going after the cheese and the next cheese and the next cheese. And so it does two things. One, you pay them every year to, to get the new thing, right? And they have you hooked on it like crack. The other thing is... You can't just give people technology like that because it's going to take them forever to figure out. <laughs> so these, I want you to think about the phones we have now 
and think if you would have gone back in like I don't know the early like the early two thousands and been like, hey, we're gonna go from that flip phone. Here you go. You gonna know what to do with that? No. So you gotta teach them, but in that, but in teaching them that way, you're programming them to follow your program. Shit, you're teaching I, I, them. I had, and a, you're, I had a pager <laughs> at that point. Yeah, but like th- those are the things where it's like they're training you to do what they want, and then on top of that, they keep you hooked so that you always want the next thing, the next thing, and you're paying them. Just think about how much you've invested in Apple without even knowing how much you've invested. Oh in Apple. man, computers, laptops. Every time some they, of y'all probably mortgages I by mean, now. Headphones, <laughs> headphones. They're like, oh, we switched the the input. Oh, adapters. Oh, this one don't have a USB port on it no more. Oh, I used to be able to. It had a slot for the memory card. Now no more. Now you need one of these. So understand what, what I'm trying to explain here. Understand that if those little concepts, you have to understand that those were on a big scale thought process. And we think on a smaller scale, depending on how far down the totem pole you are, to understand, like, wait, nobody's doing that. That's crazy. But really, it's like, no, these geniuses that are making money are like, oh, we just got to simplify it to make it easy for them. But we're going to maximize our profits to get to this. That's why you have the big gap between millionaires, billionaires, and just, like, struggling paycheck to paycheck. Is because those are the types of ideas that they're solving for, and you are the consumer that's paying them to do that to stay poor. Bam! So that that is Juan Perez's um, futuristic breakdown. Uh, speaking of we speaking of, the, fu- we can keep the rest for the for the next episode. Oh, okay. So we wrapping up right here? Yeah, yeah it's for forty minutes. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, sorry, I can't see you that oh, far with the glare. Uh, yo, I will be in San Antonio this weekend, all weekend, October twelfth through the fifteenth. Couple after parties scheduled. Uh, we're bringing some dope ass merch. So we hope to see you at the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club. Very excited, man. That's already days away. It's gonna be a fun weekend, San Antonio. Pull up, tell a friend. Das.